friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. I cannot believe that we are here in our anniversary month. The Intuitive Mother, if you've been following along, launched as Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast, on January 28th, 2020, with no idea of what we were in store for as a community as the world and um, everything with the pandemic and how much we would be brought home to our homes, to our families, and oftentimes leaning into where we are in motherhood through all of that. So 2020 is now behind us and we are into 2021. I don't know about you, but I am super excited for this new month, new year, and real me. And I was thinking a lot about how I wanted to start January on the Intuitive Mother podcast. And I have a list of guests that I want to start bringing in that I've talked to off and on over 2020 and had great intention of pulling them into the podcast. But then we were renovating offices and shifting things around in our home and it never aligned at the right time. So that is definitely to come. But I had some things come up in my own life over the last two weeks. And I believe that they all happen in the right time and the right place for my genuine um, evolution and my time as a mother to step into helping others and taking a good hard look at my life and how I've been showing up as a mom. And one of the main thoughts that keeps coming back to me is the word vulnerability. And You could honestly say, looking back, I think every one of us could say this, that there are times in our life where we feel vulnerable. And there may be those of you listening that are really comfortable with opening up to your emotions and sharing some of what's in the dark spots inside of you in the shadows, and 
there may be others like me who have not so willingly opened up to our spouses, to our children, in my case, my daughters, and even more importantly, to myself, to yourself. So I'm not sure where you land with how you feel about the word vulnerability, but I thought I could start off the episode with the Oxford language definition of vulnerability, which is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Okay. So let's sit and think about that for a minute. If that is how the word vulnerability has been put out into the world for us when we were growing up to think about it, and that's the energy it brings with it, there is no wonder I would bet a lot of us do not like sitting in vulnerable places. However, we were lucky enough that Brene Brown came along, and she's got some quotes on vulnerability that just honestly light me up, make my heart sing, because it makes it feel authentic and real, and that is what I want 2021 to be all about for myself, for all of you, for my daughters, my family. You know, we had such a present year, in a sense, with each other in 2020. And I think, as I often touched on in the podcast, you would have the shadows within or the fire igniting as all that presence maybe hit the wounds or the triggers in our lives with each other. And now I want to show up in 2021 truly myself. And Brene Brown and some of her quotes on vulnerability really helped me lean into that. And I want to share them with you. These are just three that jumped out at me off of a page. I'm even going to be honest here. I have watched her documentary, I believe on Netflix. I have read bits and pieces of her books. I've never read a full one. I have them on a pile to do so, but I'm one of those that likes to like double dabble in a bunch of books. And then I read a lot of her quotes and I have caught an occasional part of one of her podcasts, but I am a fan and her quotes always bring me home to feelings inside and how I want to show up in life. So the quotes that jumped out at me before coming on and recording this podcast were from Brené Brown and were these. Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. Like I said, that like makes me feel warm inside because for my entire life, I believe I've leaned into vulnerability as something that's scary. And in motherhood, 
I've come to find vulnerability is a huge step in the right direction for my relationship with my daughters and my relationship with myself and my husband. And that quote right there says it all. It's not weakness to be vulnerable. It's a great measure of courage. And then she has this one. People who wade in discomfort and vulnerability and tell the truth about their stories are the real badasses. Okay, moms, I know you love that one. We all want to be a badass. I mean, I was just saying this to my husband the other day that, like, I think I secretly always wanted to be a badass. But if you would ask anybody who knew me in my younger years, and probably a lot of people that know me now, they would say I do not remind them of a badass. Um, I can be very introverted and quiet. I conserve my energy. I protect my energy. And I don't necessarily come off as a badass, but I've always secretly wanted to be one. So now, even more love for Brene Brown as she calls out those of us who are willing to sit in discomfort and vulnerability and tell the truth about their stories as the real badasses. Hallelujah. Because I always wanted to be a badass and I have spent the last, my goodness, like five to ten years sitting in a whole shitload of discomfort and vulnerability and the truth of my stories. And so, now I can be a badass because that's what I do. That's what I bring to you here on the podcast. I want to be real and raw and tell you the stories that I have walked through in discomfort a lot of times in motherhood. And um, that one lights me up, gets me all excited, and I hope it does the same for you. And I hope it gives you the push, in a sense, the gentle nudge to walk through the discomfort. Be vulnerable. Just walk through it. Alrighty, I'm going to give you one more of Brene Brown quote. And then I actually, I lie. I have two more. I am going to share this one with you. And then I have one more. I, like I said, I just like could not stop. It was, I, I love her quotes. And um, I was thinking three popped out, but as I flipped my page, I saw I had a fourth. So it's your lucky day to get that. All right, here's this one. Daring greatly means the courage to be vulnerable. It means to show up and be seen, to ask for what you need, to talk about how you're feeling, to have the hard conversations. I'm going to actually let that one sit. I'm going to go right on to the fourth one, and I know we're going to come back to this one when we talk about vulnerability in motherhood. Okay, the last one that I wrote down, because of course there's many, many, many that you could find. All I had to do was type into Google, Brene Brown, and literally it said quotes on vulnerability. So here's another one. Vulnerability is a path back to each other, but we're so afraid to get on it. Wow. Okay. Now let's chat about vulnerability in motherhood. 
And I think those last two quotes are going to be great to touch on throughout the conversation and to leave you with, in the end, to sit and journal and think about how you're showing up vulnerable in your own life. So vulnerability in motherhood. How does this make you feel? For me, it would represent being the real mom that I am. Not just playing the role of mom, but incorporating all of my stories, all of my discomfort, being real and vulnerable about why I respond or react or cry or have anger instead of holding it inside. So how real are we showing up as a mom? Recently, I've had this conversation, and I would have thought that I am typically an emotional person over the course of my life. I cry at a lot of movies. I get emotional when the time is right, so to speak. But I realized I was not being vulnerable and letting even my husband of, gosh, 19 years, I was going to say we're together, like 26 years. So 26 years of my life, and I'm almost 42, he has been with me, and there are parts of my feelings inside that I choose to not share because I choose to not be vulnerable. And I choose to not be vulnerable because that vulnerability is going to lead to emotions. And I learned as a little girl that when I shared my emotions with certain individuals, they were shut down immediately. What I was feeling was not accurate. And so I learned to build a wall up there, not share the emotions, and sure as hell not get vulnerable. You know, you learn at a young age where to put those walls up and who to let in the door. And I had let my husband in the door, clearly. I have let so many friends and my kids in that door. But sometimes it's scary to open, like, maybe the door to the attic and share the real depth of what's going on, why we're responding, reacting, and all of that with the other person, especially if we were a child who anytime we wanted to share that or we tried to, it was shut down immediately by that adult. So this had been something that I recognized, that while I thought I was a truly emotional person, that I was actually more like a super vigilant, anxious person who cried a lot when like I blew up and I cried a lot at movies and I cried a lot, you know, obviously when people died that I was close to. But even then it was hard for me to truly be vulnerable and let people in on how much I was grieving and hurting. And so I had to sit with why I was holding back and I knew that it was that as a child when I was vulnerable and I shared my emotions, I was shut down. But 
why was I still scared to be vulnerable? And then, you know, that evolved as I sat with it the last couple of months and thought about how scary it is sometimes as a mom to really open up to your child about what you're scared of. For instance, in my life, you know, my daughter and I, one of them, I'm not going to get into specifics as to which daughter I'm referring to right now, but my daughter and I have had a couple of blow-ups in the last six months, and these blow-ups eat away at me. I regret the things I say. I don't even know where it comes from sometimes. And I realized as I sat with this, and her and I have been working through, she's working with a counselor and helping to navigate some anxiety. I realized that some of those blow-ups and my lack of sharing what emotion is really coming up, what I'm really feeling, why I feel vulnerable with her is because I don't want to put too much on her. And what I'm remembering and realizing is that by not sharing some parts of myself, I was actually putting even more on her shoulders. She knew something was wrong. She would often say, like, there's a change in my voice, my tone. I'm sure the room sort of got, like, icy cold because I would give, like, a cold shoulder because I was afraid of letting someone in. And I was really afraid of letting someone in and them turning their back to me and discounting how I'm feeling. But in doing so, I placed more on her shoulders to bear than I ever wanted to. And I actually started creating a rift between us. Um, I remember the day a few months ago where I said to her, we're like super connected and tight, right? And it was not met with the answer that I was longing to hear, or to be honest, that I thought I would hear. She felt there was a disconnect in our relationship. And that may have been a turning point for me to realize it was time to start breaking the walls down and to be vulnerable. To not only share my past, but more the details of the depth of how that impacts me today. To help them understand why I was reacting or why I shut down or why I give a cold shoulder. Instead of them feeling that it was totally on them. Or instead of them not being able to gauge when mom was going to blow up. If I talked it through and I worked through that vulnerability, it was met with so much more love and compassion than if I allowed the fears inside. And you know these fears, Mom. Her and her boyfriend are closer than 
you and her, or maybe she likes a friend's mom more than you, (laughs) or, you know, you're scared to death that she's meeting new people at a new school and they're not going to be nice to her. You're scared that, you know, something is going to happen to her when she's out driving. And I'm trying to mix it up here because it it really has happened for both of my daughters and I. And, um, you know, we just carry a lot of fear, a lot of fear. And those fears are often understood. I mean, any, any one of us would understand each other and be like, oh yeah, I got you. Because it is scary seeing them drive away for the first time in the car. And that's probably why when you're teaching them to drive, you're like freaking out every couple of seconds and scaring the crap out of them more than what they were. But instead of talking through the fears and sharing that emotion of you've grown up so fast and I miss you. I don't want you to drive because I just want to like hold a little tighter to these years. Or I'm worried you're, you know, closer with XYZ, you know, boyfriend, friend, friend's mother than me because it feels like they're, you know, taking you from me. And these years go too fast to begin with. But I think we have all these thoughts that go through our mind and these feelings that are in our body. And instead of expressing them and being vulnerable and taking the chance to be seen and heard, we suppress and we push and push it down. And that's when it becomes painful. And that's when the disconnect happens. That's when I believe the arguments between mothers and daughters or mothers and children, even you and your spouse, start to happen. And I would also say it's when the disconnect happens in yourself and you start to feel that disconnect of who am I? What am I here to do? What do I love? I don't know. And you start spinning on that hamster wheel. So the more we push all the feelings down and we don't face what we're bringing with us from our childhood, what we're bringing with us, you know, into our marriage, what we're bringing with us into motherhood from our mothers and our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers. And instead, we push all of that down. We push all the feelings because we're afraid what people are thinking about us. And those people might be the people that love us the most, but we're still scared. Because at some point, you let your guard down. You told someone you were close with how you were feeling, and they shit on it. And so even if it happened one time, I would bet it's still playing out in your life today. You're still holding back and scared to be vulnerable because you're afraid that somebody else is going to push aside your feelings and make them feel, make you feel like you're not worthy of, you know, the time and the conversation or that what you're thinking is wrong. You're just always wrong. And why say something like that? You don't know how bad you have it. You're afraid of those words being spoken back to you, so you're afraid of now opening up and being vulnerable to yourself, to your husband or wife, to your child. And in motherhood, this becomes detrimental because we cannot build a strong foundation if we're not vulnerable with each other. 
And how do we expect our daughter to come to us and be vulnerable about where she's at in life, what she's going through, if we're afraid to be vulnerable with her, if we're afraid to let our secrets out? And I'm not saying sit around with your kids and tell them every detail of your life. You know what's right. You know where it's too far or what age feels right. But have the deep conversations because it's in those conversations, it is in the vulnerability where you build trust. That trust starts coming back to yourself, to your marriage, to your relationship with your children. But you have to take the step of being vulnerable. You have to start showing up real and authentic. Because when we don't lean into authenticity and vulnerability, we're just breaking down ourselves and our trust and we're having misunderstandings. And honestly, it's hurting more of us than if we just let in and let ourselves be seen and heard. And telling ourselves it's better to be real than strong. That we can let others in on what's real for us. Stop putting on the mask that you're okay. Stop letting it get to the point where you're sitting on the living room floor crying because you can't handle something anymore, but you were afraid to tell someone that because you were always taught you had to be strong. Suck it up. Stop all of that and get vulnerable. Get vulnerable with yourself, with your loved ones, with your friends, whoever you can lean on. I'm going to invite you to do that this coming week. To sit still and lean into why you're fearful of being vulnerable. Where did this wound in your life begin? What are your memories about when you were last vulnerable? And like those last two quotes that I said would come back up with Brene Brown said, daring greatly means the courage to be vulnerable It means to show up and be seen, to ask for what you need, to talk about how you're feeling, and to have the hard conversations. And then vulnerability is a path back to each other. And instead of being afraid to get on that path, let's start the path back to vulnerability now. Let's heal our wounds whatever wound that might be from a time when you were vulnerable and it was not well received. Let's support each other in doing this. Instead of throwing each other under the bus, let's make there be a sacred motherhood pact, a sacred motherhood circle that we are going to show up, be seen and heard and well received and given compassion at all times, but especially when one of our friends, one of our 
children, our spouse, our sister, anyone shows up vulnerable, let's make sure we listen and we see them and hear them for who they are and what they're sharing. Because it takes courage to do so. It makes them a badass for sharing with you the depth of their heart and soul. And you should feel honored because when that person is ready and feels safe to open up to vulnerability, that's when the real relationship begins. That's when you know there's something strong there. You've built the foundation and it's only going to get deeper. I hope you have a moment this week to take the time and lean into vulnerability and what it means for you. This is going to be an area that we will be working through in my new program, The Awoken Mother, which is launching February 22nd of 2021. (laughs) And... It's also going to be the first topic of the new Sacred Motherhood Circle that will be beginning January 18th of this month, this year. (laughs) Right now, two weeks from yesterday, we will be meeting virtually and having that Sacred Motherhood Circle to talk about vulnerability, why it's hard, how we can help guide ourselves through it and to walk through and sit in that discomfort sometimes. Sometimes vulnerability means that you're willing to say it and you got to sit in it, or you're also willing to hear what someone has to say and how you have hurt them. And you're willing to hear it and then sit in it to be stronger in the long run. I experienced that myself firsthand this past week. I expect it to also be coming up in the next week as I step into a one-on-one meeting with my daughter's counselor to just have a connection conversation that I know is going to feel vulnerable and scary because we don't know what people are thinking. But I'm going to go ahead and sit in that. And I hope that this episode encourages you to also sit in the vulnerable moments and know that you're held. And if you are a mom and you need support, please join our free Sacred Motherhood Circle, January 18th. I will have the link to sign up in the show notes. It's also on my website. I'll be chatting about it on Instagram. And my website is www.angieshafer.com. All that you need will be in the show notes. So if you're driving and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get all of this down and remember it. No worries, my friend. Just take a peek at the show notes and it will all be there. If you want to dive deeper 
think about the Awoken Mother program. Let's just have a quick 30-minute chat on the phone or on Zoom to see where you're at and how it can help you navigate motherhood with someone by your side who's been there and sat in the discomfort and met vulnerability head on and healed and all of the good and juicy parts of motherhood and is ready to walk you through it with a nine-month program to help you come out more intuitively connected and truly awoken. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you're excited for the new year, as I am. And I cannot wait to come back and chat with you week after week. Guests will start popping in here and there. And I know that when they do, you are going to love listening to these women. So until then, have a great week. And I'll see you next Tuesday.